0: A reading from John 5, 11-16 But he replied, The man who made me well said to me, Pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, Who is this fellow who told you to pick it up and walk? The man who was healed had no idea who it was, for Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. Later Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who made him well. So, because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jews persecuted him.
1: Here we are, the third day in a row. We're still, uh, these guys are still upset. Who is this fellow (laughs) who told you to pick up your mat and walk? You know, they, man, they are so stuck in their own ways. The miracle has taken place right in front of them. And they're just. Interested in their own ways. They're stuck in their own ways. And um, yeah, I hate it when scripture is like a mirror, you know, and it holds up something and shows me something, a blemish in my own life. Um, I, I, you know, I like things the way I like them. I like that's my why we ways. get married, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, good, great point. Marriage is a mirror too. But <laughs> I realized some I realized some years ago that there's a phrase that is sometimes used around really any institution or organization, but also around churches. You know, I've worked for Christian ministries and churches my whole career, and there's a phrase sometimes we say that's that's not how we do things around here. Or, you know, somebody comes up with a new idea or something and say, no, no, we don't do it. We don't do it that way here. And there's probably good reason for saying that, you know, like, oh, we tried that six years ago and it backfired or whatever. But I realized I, I want to kind of outlaw that phrase. That's not how we do things around here, because I never want to fall into this temptation. that The Pharisees fell into where they were so interested and in, they were so self-interested in their own ways, their own thinking, their own rules, their own regulations, their own control. That when the miracle of Jesus walked into the room, uh, they, they felt disrupted to the point of completely missing the main point. So, I mean, obviously we need to have systems, we need to have policies, we need to have practices, all the stuff of a church. But I don't want to get so interested in them that I miss what God might be surprisingly doing in our midst. I want to be more attentive to that. And I, I hope that that's at the end of my career. I hope I can look back and say, um... Even though I love routine and I love the way things go and they're under control, I hope I was able to be disrupted sometimes by the surprising work of, of Jesus in our midst.
2: Well, when you become old, Nathan, uh, I want to be your instructor. You already are. <laughs> because, uh, because I'll know a lot about being old by then. <laughs> I'm taking a lot of notes, brother. <laughs> Before that happens, I just want your response to uh, this kind of strange thing at the end of the, uh, mm-hmm. the passage. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. Um, how, how is the guy reverting or uh, what is he doing here? I mean, he's obviously doing something that's contrary to what Jesus had told him mm-hmm. to do. Um but what how do you read that? Yeah,
1: it's a good question. So obviously, everything happens under this the umbrella of the sovereignty of God the Father, so everything has its purpose. um clearly he's he's not doing what Jesus had asked him to do, and, it, and this ends up getting Jesus in more trouble. They, they persecute him, it says, you know, kind of similar to like why would he ever have allowed Judas to be one of the disciples when he knew he's going to be trampled?" well? it ends up obviously having this much larger salvation purpose um, <laughs> when he gets betrayed. So I, I don't know. That might answer your question. It is confusing because I, it would be a neater story, wouldn't it? If the guy not only was healed by Jesus, but then became an obedient follower of everything Jesus said, it's not quite that neat. <laughs> it's more realistic. It's more human. Like I couldn't help him. So part of it is just the joy, right? Like, ah, oh, I'm so joyful. I'm healed. But then he goes and you know, he gets Jesus in trouble by telling the wrong people that.
2: He may not have been, uh this is speculation, I don't care, but uh, it may be that he wasn't such a good guy to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he yeah, was sure. sitting, around, sitting around the pool for 38 years. I don't know. You might decide to get up and try to get into the pool. He had bad excuses for that. He seems to be sort of a middle level sinner. And, um, you know, I mean, you know, that people, uh, God can intervene in people's lives and then they still, you know, when the chips are down, they walk away from it, you know? So I, I think mm-hmm. that it could be that yeah. too. Could be.